0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back, family. Your man, this is the brief podcast. I'm your host, Ra, and today is such a very, very special episode for me. Um, it's episode number two for the show. But most importantly, equally importantly, today is my mom's birthday. And um, man, today she would have been 82 years of age. Such a lovely woman, such a lovely mother, such, such radiance, such beauty, such wisdom. Um, so my mom, rest in paradise. Happy born day. We love you. It's my mother, the oracle. All the plans you made in your heart grew just to die. And now get damaged goods, damaged should never been. Thought you were bulletproof. Look at you. What happened? Did she hurt you? my mom was born Rebecca Collington here in the deep south of South Carolina 4 1938 such a happy little girl full of smiles full of life but strong And my mom's early life would prove that she definitely was the one, the chosen one. So, around the tender age of nine, when Jackie Robinson was going around becoming the first black Major League Baseball player. My mom was skipping and hopping and playing hopscotch with her little siblings. But unfortunately, a few years after that, at the tender age of 13 years of age, trauma. My mom's mother passed away. And, um, (laughs) as the story goes, my mom being the oldest of all the children, Along with my grandfather, their father, she assumed the role of motherhood to the younger siblings. And as my mom's life within Georgetown County was just continuing to grow and she was dealing with the loss of her mom, having to stop school a few times and restart and stop again just to care for her younger siblings the interior of America was still going on so at the tender age of 17 around 1955 ironically it was the same year that Miss Rosa Parks refused to give her proceed on that bus that day my mom lived a life she seen a lot she prayed through a lot and now I I get it I get it I get why this lady's faith was unmovable so while the country seemingly was trying to progress forward for black folks alike entering young womanhood about 1957 congress then passed the voting rights bill my mom would later meet my pops They dated, accorded, fell in love, and at 22 years of age, in 1960, they were married. At 24, my mom became a mother of her own with her firstborn, which is my oldest sister. Shouts out to you, Barbie. Barbie life we never know where it's going to take us but like my mom always said if we just believe know this know that God will do the rest a couple years later at 25 years of age 1963 1963 Dr. Martin Luther King he led the march on Washington black women black children black men and people who were allies all around this country began to see what was unfolding and my mom was right there Proud," she said. She said that Dr. King spoke; the wall shook. I can't imagine what that must have been like. Another brother, Malik Shabazz, Hey, a. A. Malcolm X, was also on the scenes on the front lines, fighting for the so-called Negro. You see, my mom, (laughs) my mom was alive long enough to see how our people were handled for a very, very long time. And oftentimes she said that things back then weren't favorable. Nationally she, she She bear witness to Brother Malcolm Being shot dead Assassinated and the autobomb Room that day in front of his wife Three years later at 30 years of age 1968 The great preacher from the south Dr. MLK also was assassinated my mom told me many years ago that when Dr. King and Dr. and Brother Mock was taken out all of the great things that black people all the pride all the dignity all of the the feeling like we're getting somewhere It felt like somebody punched our race in the stomach. But my mom's life was full. By now, my mother and father had had six children at this time. Parenting wasn't easy, but they made it work. They made it work years passed and in 1974 at the age of 36 after being pregnant and sick basically her whole pregnancy my mom gave birth to me and um as rumor would have it, due to her pregnancy sickness, she was advised by two physicians to terminate her pregnancy, to spare her own life. But the love, the commitment, the blessing of the beautiful, the beautiful soul of my dear mom said no. She said it. God said everything is going to be all right. So I'm going to go forward with this pregnancy. So after I was born. No deformities. Healthy baby boy. She was right. God has shown true once again <laughs> and that's just the person my mom was if she told you never to worry everything is gonna be okay you can best believe everything is going to be okay she was always calm mild spirited full of laughs always smiling always giving an angel in disguise you see my mom is like a blueprint just for other people so after I was born Life continues on, seven children, three-bedroom house, my mom made impossible look cheap, she made our dreams come true, I remember these biscuits my mom used to make, yo. (laughs) biscuits would be soft all day long swear to God and they just be so great you don't need any jam or jelly or syrup or anything you just need a little something to drink (laughs) I watched my mom prepare her life give to so many others so many times in 2008 my mom and I was sitting down at her home it's one of the weekends when I would surprise her and drove into town and it's crazy because every single time I used to do that just as Pop up and surprise her. One of my calculator visits. She would run out. When she saw me. and Realize it was me. She would laugh. And hug me. And do like this little dance thingy. (laughs) As if. Every single time I. Came. It was like the first time we met. All over again such a beautiful spirit but this night in 2008 we sat at her table waiting for the numbers to come in and so we sat and we talked about civil rights and human rights and what it was like to grow up how she grew up and then President Obama won the election my mom grabbed my hand as tears begin to roll down her face. And she um she said, "Wow. Look how far we've came." She said, "Baby, don't ever give up because our God doesn't give up." Evil doesn't take a day off. Heat only has one gear. That's to go forward in terms of trying to destroy. She said, Ra, promise me no matter what, you'll always be just who God sent you to be. And I promised her that I would, and I was, and I am. Such a beautiful lady. Such a kind heart. Such a sweet spirit. Please meet my mother. And I thank God for my baby Roger just my fingers. And 74 was so sick. I didn't even know hey, that hey. I would have been here today standing here before you. But you know, God is so good. He is worthy to be praised. And i got to praise God because I can't forget where he brought me from. Oh, I, I remember, you know, the good time and the bad times. I remember when I didn't have a dime, I didn't have this, and I didn't have that. But I thank God because I rely on Jesus Christ. And that's true try to instill it to my children you know, cut God first Amen. and everything will be alright I thank God today for uh, mothers and fathers sisters and brothers, aunts and uncles friends and Amen. relatives I thank God so many great life lessons my mom told me once she said son No matter what, no matter what it looks like, whatever's on the table, don't ever do all that you can. And I grew up not really fully understanding what my mom was saying to me that day. But when I became grown, when I became responsible, when I became a man, her words echoed. Still to this day, every day in my head. Ra, don't do all that you can, you see. What my mom was saying to me that day was, there's a distinctive difference between chance and opportunity. Telling me not to do all that's possible just meant this. You have to know the difference between a chance and opportunity. A chance, well, it's like rolling the dice. An opportunity, there's always going to be a benefit at the end of it. And she, uh, she gave me that jewel, and I live with it every day. I remember. I was about oh man wow. I was probably about ten or eleven years old. My sister, who I always say she's my youngest sister, but she's like a year and a half older than I. Shay Shay, what's up? <laughs> but Sharon and I was walking through the woods one day, coming from my auntie's house. And um we man, we walked smack dab into a beehive or a hornet's nest or something. And man, she got stung like once. I got stung like hundreds and hundreds of times on God. And um my brother and one of my best friends who's my cousin they were in the backyard playing and they saw me running and crying so they laughed and laughed and laughed at me and Sharon was trying to tell them that listen man go get mom he needs help they eventually got me into the back door into the kitchen where where my mom was preparing dinner like she would be often times and I'm sure seeing her baby boy wailing and crying it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life because you see my mom she didn't get anxious or worried she just said baby it's gonna be alright right." Just hold on. Hold on. My mom went outside. She didn't even run. Because she knew where she was going. So she went to the edge of the tree line and got herself some, what I now know, as this plant that grows in the south. And we call it dog fern. But my mom... From a long history of living off the land, knowing what herbs, what plants to use for help. She brought back a couple stalks of dog fern and began to rub it all over me. Man, listen, the bees were. In my head so bad when I was running I would like fan them with both of my hands forward like from, from back to front as if like you comb your hair and with every swipe when I do that the bees are return or more bees so I had so many stingers in my head on my face on my body but my mom's simple application of some dog fern plus a motherly love instantly my skin was cooled off and she said see it's going to be okay i would later say that um my mom saved my life that day nevertheless she never took me to the hospital <laughs> our children all seven of us became grown my mom stayed committed to my father over the years my dad health began to fail I was... working within the medical field for a number of years and so I knew that my dad was quote unquote nursing home appropriate because it got to the point where my mom can no longer move my dad or whatever because my dad he was a bilateral amputee just below the knees So I told my mom, listen, dad really, really needs help and a home health that would come there. The nurse eventually my mom would be doing their jobs and she just would smile and say, I love him. I love him so much. He only wants me to help. But that was her way of knowing that. Her commitment to my dad remained intact. Her commitment of love. Her commitment of to death do us part. 2010 my father passed away my mom and I sat and we talked and again just looking at her eyes half heartbroken half hopeful but 100% leaning on faith and um, she again said baby it's going to be okay I reassured her that she had done everything right and my father's transition would surely cause us as a family to miss him but we knew that we still had to rally around my mom only to realize every incident every occurrence every visit it's my mom who rallied around us smiles laughs hugs kisses (laughs) even the slip of a couple of peppermints in your pocket because she was a giver few months after that I was uh, helping to treat my sister for breast cancer and then my sister transitioned again my mom hurt but not defeated said baby it's going to be okay it's going to be okay you see I knew my mom was an oracle since I was a young boy she had this way of bringing God into the any room any situation where even when things look dim she just knew she knew how things were always going to turn out it's almost like she can predict the future she'll grin she'll smile and you know man, take like all worries off the table she'll say the, that battle's not yours let it go love Never hate. And that was 2011 when my sister left, transitioned. October 2013, my mom was diagnosed with a pituitary gland tumor that we would later find to be benign. However, needed to be surgically removed this tumor caused my mom to lose her vision 100% but my mom I would sit with her at the hospital and um, she said baby even though I may not be able to see with these physical eyes I can still feel God God's my guide, and I'm happy don't fear, Ra. Mom is okay. I never understood how this lady could be so encouraging. When everything always seemed like the world was falling around. Or just the sky and everything was falling. But she always, always stood strong. So after the surgery, my mom begin the rehab shortly after she would get discharged Vision did not return however she can see shadows doctors saying that because of her age it may come back or it may not nevertheless she was our mom And we knew if anybody could rally back (laughs) It would be your old sister And so um She would just Every day Just pray Every day Just smile Check on you And still say baby It's gonna be okay And um Thanksgiving Day 2013 my oldest sister she have these family Thanksgiving dinners so my two brothers came down drove up from Georgetown and they brought my mom well on this day my mom she walks into the house my sister's home Everyone is already there waiting on her to come. She walks in with a huge smile. Telling jokes. And she's saying things like, Baby, that's a pretty shirt. I like that blue. Looking at my brother. (laughs) Gently slapping him on the back of his neck like she used to play with us all the time love tap and she told my sister she said oh my god that's a pretty dress look at the stripes girl you sharp to our amazement what we were witnessing my mom could see her vision returned so she went around the room Give everybody equal hugs, equal love. And we were just so happy. Then she went after making rounds around the room. When it sat down in her favorite recliner at my at my sister's home. Then she laid her head to the side closed her eyes and she transitioned to a higher plane but mom I want you to know there will never be another woman like you and I appreciate you and I honor you today and we love you and we miss you and I know If you were here in the physical right now with me, you'd be here at my house. And we'd be laughing. And you'd be eating some ice cream or sipping on some tea with some milk. (laughs) Such a beautiful lady. So family, this was my mom. The phenomenal woman. The beautiful woman the gracious woman the exact picture of love she was a mother to her own siblings she was a mother to us she was a great wife sister a great friend and um, my mom Hands down was the greatest woman I ever met. And I can say this without any bias. You see, I've seen this woman. Make the impossible. Remove this ugly mask. And yield to the will of her own nature. I've seen how she ran. Our household. As a CEO. My dad was the president. But she definitely was the CEO. She called the shots. She never, never was selfish. She never gossiped her faith. Solid. And man, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. I was given this woman in the physical for 41 years. And man I'm so blessed Cause I was given a mother I was given a friend I was given a guide She's now my angel And I thank you mom I love you Fly Take care We love you. I promise you we always will. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful.